0: Welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. back. I am Heather, and we are here with... Morgan. And Kat. Carson is not with us today because she got sick the last minute. It's a rough time, guys, but we're trying to make it through. Um, but we're all here, and we're all excited. Uh, I was inspired by our previous full moon to do this episode topic with uh, moon myths. Yay. Not necessarily... Yes, yay! (laughs) Um, Not necessarily myths about the moon, like, you know, moon's making you crazy and whatnot, but all of that was on the table. Um, I think we're sticking more with uh, moon mythology um, Mm -hmm. for this episode. Before we get into that, uh, let's do our coven corner. And just a reminder, listeners... um, If you want to answer these Coven Corners yourself and send us your answers on any of the social medias, or especially if you want to rate us five stars on your preferred podcast and we can see uh, your comment, we will say it in the next episode. So Mm. let us know your answers. Um, But today's Coven Corner is, what's your weirdest dream? Again, inspired by full moons being, you know, bringers of weird dreams and feeling odd. (laughs) Who wants to go first? I can
1: always go first. I never mind. Uh, so, uh, the thing, okay, so with dreams, I don't generally remember any of the good ones. So, I was like, okay, I don't really want to talk about disemboweling or murder. Uh, right. At, you know, 11 Although on a we can Sunday. Well, we always PG
0: the language, you know. Yeah, so
1: like, there's a lot of violent, angry dreams. And then, I did have one that I was like, okay, this one's appropriate to share with, you know, the world. Um, so i have this recurring nightmare and it's one in which i know the earth is being taken over by aliens and they're using mind control via orange juice and everyone's drinking (laughs) orange juice and no one will listen to me that the orange juice is bad and i have this it's a recurring nightmare (laughs) so wait is it orange juice or is it tang it's specifically orange juice. Tropicana orange juice. <laughs> oh, and Tropicana. It's Tropicana orange juice, which I think is Florida oranges, so you know some weird shit is going oh, on down there. Oh, okay. And okay, so, okay. like, I'm nice. just like, listen, it's from Concentrate. They're putting shit into <laughs> the... <laughs> it's very conspiracy theory, Catherine. No one's listening to me. I'm screaming in the streets. It's... It, and it, I've been having the same nightmares since I was in high school.
0: Well, that is weird. Yeah. I kind of want orange juice now. (laughs) I know, but the aliens are
1: coming, (laughs) and they're taking over, which is why I drink grapefruit juice and not orange juice.
0: (laughs) I feel like that is normal cat, though.
2: (laughs) If anything, I would drink pineapple juice instead.
0: Oh, pineapple Um, juice is rad. I do love that it's a Florida-made orange juice. I think it is, actually. Like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, is it because it's Florida? It could be because it's it's Florida. Florida. (laughs) That's hilarious. I'm sure
2: most of our orange juice is made from Florida oranges. True.
1: Probably. At least on this
2: coast. Yeah. Um, you want to go next? Sure. So, uh, I have a lot of weird, crazy-ass dreams. And with enough mental focus, I can remember a lot of them. So I'm just going to go with one of the most recent ones which was um our river adventure where Heather and I were specifically yes. river mermaids and not like the pretty ones with the cute <laughs> glistening tail it was like think like deep sea long gross slimy fish tail like so lured, like, powerful serpentine body tail oh but, like fish okay. tail cuz it has a fin okay it's the movie lord yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, we were in, like, this coast, not coastal, but we were in this town next to, like, a real big river system, but not the Amazon. We were clearly still in America. And, like, <laughs> Mississippi, you know, we, like, scuttled up onto the shore and, like, dried off and had legs and went and explored the town. And we were in a, like, convenience store on a pier stealing snacks. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, it's the mermaids! And we were like, what the fuck? How do, What? And so, like, we ran, and they were shooting at us, and we jumped back in the river to swim away. Morgan would never steal. <laughs> we were hungry, and
1: we're
0: mermaids. We don't have money. I like how you specified Morgan would never steal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Except I have stolen
0: before. I was gonna say, I feel like both of
1: you, in your past, perhaps, but I feel like both of you enjoy rules.
2: Never from, like, a
0: store-store, though. Um, I do enjoy rules. I appreciate protocols that if everyone understands the same thing, we could probably, like, function as a better society. However, I also am a rule-breaker, so it's a weird... I, I have a little bit of both. I have my Sagittarius yeah. and my Libra. I feel like fighting. me and
1: Carson <laughs> are the chaotics of the group.
0: Yes. That's so. why I like That's, <laughs> why, I pul- that's why we're Slytherins. We're impulsive but we think about it. <laughs> that's why I like music theory so much, because
2: it has rules that you have to follow. Hate it. right counterpoint and things Hate like that. It. And I'm like... I can do this, my teacher was like, I mean, yeah, you did it right, I mean, it's not any kind of, you know, musical
0: genius, I'm like, but it's right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm over here like, oh, god, I hate the fucking rules, they're made up after the fact, it's bullshit, blah, oh, blah, anyways. Yeah, counterpoint is that.
1: bullshit. Let's all just agree <laughs> counterpoint is bullshit. Sorry, Elise. Yeah, sorry, I immediately <laughs> was thinking
0: that. Uh, <laughs> everyone loves what they love, and as long as it doesn't hurt anybody, it's okay. Um, that is a weird dream. You're a weird dream okay my weird dream is actually from way back but I've had it three times at like years apart I haven't had it recently so it's probably coming up but um okay similar to cats where the world's being taken over but it's being taken over by specifically gigantic dinosaurs <laughs> um but they're being controlled by technology and so you can see little chest plates like in in their chest or whatever and you can see like it's like it's like an iPad be- this is before iPads were a thing just want to point out, I didn't know the correlation, um, and it started, this started when I was five, and I've just had it three times since, years apart, but anyways, they're being controlled, <laughs> and my dramatic boy crazy ass at the time, it was being controlled by my ex-boyfriend, I was five, yeah, okay, just get past that, <laughs> um, and so, all of their chest plates had a broken heart, <laughs> and, they were just taking over, and it was up to me and my friends, which, this is also kind of, like, extra weird. Every time I have the dream because they're years apart, my group of, cer- like, saver, save savior friends change to update to whoever my cer- circle is then. So, soon, I will be having a mixture of the coven and school of music people <laughs> trying to save the day from the dinosaurs. But anyway, so we just have to fight the dinosaurs, but we're trying to do it without, like, necessarily killing them because it's not their fault. We're trying to get to the bad guy, but he's being blocked by the dinosaurs. So it's like, how do we do this ethically, but also quickly? So it's just, it's kind of weird. Parkour and of the
1: dinosaurs, know, clear answer.
0: I don't know... <laughs> I don't know what triggers it or where it really came from. But it's the same dude, the same little boy, Um, I knew as a five-year-old. Man, that's the, that's the ultimate evil child right there. <laughs> I don't know... I don't even know what his deal is now. Middle name know, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably more like Bobby or Brad, but yeah. <laughs> Love Texas. It. Um, but yeah, and I, I, am same with you. I had to pick something like that because I have very vivid dreams, and I've been dreaming more lately. And I really feel like I've been lucid dreaming for three weeks. But here's the thing: I'm not trying to, and so I'm exhausted.
2: <laughs> yeah. And uh,
0: lucid dreaming is the it, best, though. Just saying. That's what yeah, people really have told is. me because I will dream and I'll know something is wrong, not morally, just it, it's incorrect. And so my character in the dream steps out, reorganizes it, basically edits the dream, steps back in, and pushes play. And I'm like, I shouldn't be aware that I'm doing this. I shouldn't be. I edit every day of my life. I should not be editing in my dream. Yeah. And I'm very upset about it. Oh, all of my lucid dreams are sexy dreams.
1: <laughs> See, mine are very much like the oh, I'm having a nightmare. Uh, well, you know what's gonna make this better? Flying. (laughs)
2: Except for, there there was one that was lucid where I was in, like, a glass house in a, like, dense, dense, viney forest that definitely had, like, fairies and stuff in it. And I I remember sort of waking up inside the dream and was like, the fuck? And was wandering around. That was cool. I briefly dated a guy um, who was really cool, Um, but we talked about
1: dreaming a lot, and that's when I started really, like, getting into the whole lucid dreaming and astral projecting and stuff like that. And we used to send each other, like, little dream journals because that was a thing we did. And Mm -hmm. it was, he had some really weird (laughs) things. Like, he was like, I just felt like robbing a store. And so I went and I robbed a store and then, like, I decided to create my own candy bars. And, you know, (laughs) I was like, okay, dude. (laughs) So lucid dreaming, very cool.
0: Yeah, if I actually, but I'm not controlling it. Like it's all, yeah. You know, it, it doesn't matter. I'll work on it because I need to sleep. So dreaming happens in the nighttime, oh, which, under transition.
1: the moon. Big transition
2: <laughs> there, Morgan. <laughs> Honestly, queen of
0: transitions. Right there. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're focusing on moon mythology, um, and uh, who wants to go first? Well, I have to go before Kat, you, so... Yeah, so let's... Well, ours I, are loosely related, and yeah. so, um... I can end it. Yeah, she sounds good. So let's, let's start with cat.
1: We don't have to be careful because of, like, horrible, horrible things. Um, so... Uh, so what I just do would... Was, uh... It comes under a lot of names. It's the Moon Rabbit or the Jade Rabbit, as far as I know. So, the reason I picked this is because, uh, growing up, my dad always told me that there was a rabbit on the moon pounding mochi and um i was like wow okay that's cool because i can actually see that still can't see the man on the moon just see the rabbit oh, and fuck so your fucking rabbit
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a rabbit um it, all i can see now <laughs> it probably is a fucking
0: rabbit though i just want to
1: say that it <laughs> the rabbits alone though um but anyway so i did a little bit of background research because the reason that um I was told the rabbit was up there. Is he's making mochi for the gods? And so, like, that's like just the baseline, s- no story to it, really, blah blah blah. Ooh. And something else that I found interesting is I became friends with a um, with a girl that works with me, and she's Korean. And she said, "Hey," she came up to me one day at my desk and said, "Hey, when you see the moon, what do you see?" And I was like, "You mean like the shape?" And she said, "Yeah," and I was like, "It's a rabbit." making mochi and she's like ha ha because it's apparently (laughs) something that's shared by a lot of eastern asian cultures Um, and it has a similar backstory so this backstory that I have uh, found is that um, it's part of a series of buddhist stories that Mm -hmm. says a monkey an otter a jackal and a rabbit say we should do some charitable work on the day of the full moon, and they think that doing this is going to earn them some type of reward, so they go along, and there's an old man begging for food, Um, and so the monkey says, sure, and he goes and he gathers gathers fruits from trees and, um, you know, stuff like that. The otter goes and collects some fish. Uh, The jackal uh, decided to steal, (laughs) so he steals a uh, pot of milk curds the rabbit was like i don't i don't have anything to do all i know how to do for food is gather grass and i don't think that's going to nourish him so instead he offers him his own body by throwing himself into a fire that the man had built to warm himself uh the rabbit however does not burn or get cooked turns out the the man reveals himself to be a god um, and is touched by the rabbit's virtue and the, his willingness to sacrifice himself for the good of others. And so he draws the likeness on the, uh, of the rabbit on the moon, and the lunar image is created out of the smoke that rose when the rabbit casts himself into the fire. Huh. Hmm. And there's a similar version of the story where the companions are a fox instead of a jackal, so that sort of whole sneaky thing. Um, it's popular folklore throughout Asia, um, you can find it in places such as China, Japan, India, Korea, Sri Lanka, Cambodian, Cambodia, Thailand, Vietnam, and Myanmar. Myanmar? Myanmar. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Myanmar. Myanmar. Okay, that was right first. Um, and there's also mid-autumn festivals in China and Vietnam, and Japan and Korea, that celebrate the legend of the moon rabbit. Um, so... Basically, it's a long-held uh, folklore tradition that there's a rabbit on the moon. Um, and before we get into some pop culture stuff, um, the reason that the rabbit's making things in a, in a variety of these is he's either making mochi or he's making an um, elixir of life or immortality,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which I think relates to Heathers. Yes. And so... There's a lot of pop culture going on in this.
0: So Sailor Moon's
1: name, Usagi, is a pun on the moon rabbit. Um, Her daughter's name, uh, Chibiusa, means little rabbit. Mm. Um, So there's a robotic rabbit who lives on the moon with Artemis in the Japanese exclusive Transformers. (laughs) Um, In the Dragon Ball animation, Goku uh, fights the rabbit gang. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's apparently a plot in Naruto um, where there's um, a character that they fight against who is consumed by her powers and sealed to her children um, to what eventually would be known as the moon. I don't know. I didn't get that far. Um, (laughs) There is um, a number of music things. So there's an American emo act act called jets to brazil that has a song called perfecting loneliness um that has a uh, apollo recording discussing the rabbit legend the yeah. k-pop band bts references yes. their legend uh, in their music video idol Ew, <laughs> bts is overrated <laughs>
2: Oh, don't <laughs> say that! They, they don't want them to come after I us. will say that. I will say that. <laughs> well,
1: that's Morgan. And if you
2: have hate, family, and it I, towards this hate. is a Big Bang family. <laughs> <laughs> Not Big Bang Theory. And Shiny. I like Shiny. Shiny's good. Um, there's
1: also in Super Mario Odyssey. It's referenced. Um, the Moon Rabbit is a playable uh, character in the video game Smite, as well. Um, nice. So yeah, there's a ton more. But those are just yeah. ones that I was like, "Ha
2: I know some things about that." So there you go. There's one in that anime that I watched that's based off of a reverse harem video game, and um, <laughs> he is—he's the Japanese moon spirit, and they have a, a little rabbit that follows them around. Adorable. Nice.
1: So all in all, bunnies like on the moon.
2: Sukiyomi or something. Bunny.
1: I still can't see it. I don't understand Kami you I saw,
2: you I saw no Asiba is the name of the show. Oh, nice. I'm going to uh, send I, you an outline of the show. No.
0: I want to see my man in the moon. We have a relationship that I
2: don't want. <laughs> It'll ruin you forever. I don't want...
0: See, Morgan's reaction makes me really not want to see the moon. I mean, the, the rabbit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were so cute. And I, and I say man, I mean human. I'm going to say human in the moon. It could be a woman. Women's usually... But
2: goddesses. it's also, like, it's just a face, right? It's just a face. Yeah. You're oh, not like a body. There's
0: not like a body, neutral. but even, the, uh, it's a body. Oh, it no, it's ears. a face. It has two ears. It's probably, like, I don't, I sh- it, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Over the moon. Um, he has two ears in a hammer. Are you, are <laughs> you, are you good, Kat? Yep, yeah, and that's sort of the end of mine. <laughs> Nice, um, and it is related. I we we tell each other our topics, and because I was using a specific moon goddess name, I was like, ah, I don't know if this crosses over because it does talk about a rabbit. Um, I'm gonna mispronounce this. I don't mean to. I'm sorry. Um, Chang a or Chang e? I think Chang a probably, but it, it's C H A N G apostrophe e, and this is actually the name now. She, uh, she had a different name, but emperor started taking her name. And people thought that that was blasphemous, so they changed her name. Yeah, Boo. Um, interesting little <laughs> tidbit, though. So she—I've read so many different versions of this myth. It depends on where you are and mm-hmm. probably <clears throat> who wrote it. Um, but basically, uh, her. So this is hard to like give you a general one and then tell you the the variants. Um, the the main one is that she actually used to be immortal. And she did something bad that caused her to become mortal. And, um, in some instances, uh, it's her and her husband were both immortal and did something bad and both became mortal. Or, um, she found her husband, who was an archer, um, once she was mortal and they were both mortal. And he didn't want to live without her, so they wanted to become immortal again. They usually (laughs) come back to becoming immortal again. Um... There's just so many different variants. But it's basically... There's a little pill that someone makes. um, A little immortal elixir. And it was given to the husband, the archer. And in some stories... uh, A lot of stories they say that she's greedy and she takes it all. Instead of splitting it with the husband like they were supposed to. Um, And that's why she gets punished. Some stories say that... uh, she doesn't know what it is, and so she takes it, which, I mean, never take something you don't know what it is. Um, or do you And the husband... <laughs> no. Um, or, uh, and then the husband finds out and tries to kill her. And actually, she's running away, but because of the, the way the pill works, she becomes, becomes immortal and she floats to the moon. Um, and this is where another instance where the rabbit comes in... Um, the rabbit actually defends her and keeps the archer husband away as long as he can so that she can get up to the moon. Um, I don't know if it's the same rabbit. I assume it is, but it's rabbit. Um, and then there's another story where, uh, people find out that her husband has this elixir and they try and break in and steal it. And so they keep, she's trying to fight them off and get them away. And the only way she can keep them away from it is by taking it herself, which makes her separated from her husband. And that's more of a love story. Like now they're separated and they can never be together again, and where the other ones are a lot more violent, um, a violent relationship. Um, but let me let me read what one of the stories. That was kind of general like here's some variants or whatever. So she was the most beautiful young girl working in a Jade Emperor's palace. Um, one of this is and this is a particular version. I'm sorry if I'm going too fast. It's a particular version It's not the version, but... um, Here we go. She was working in the Jade Emperor's palace in heaven where everyone was immortals, good people, fairies, all that good stuff. Um, She accidentally broke a precious porcelain jar and the Jade Emperor banished her to live on Earth with ordinary people. And she could return if she contributed a valuable service on Earth. Kind of similar to that story. Um, So she was transformed into a member of a poor farming family. Fell in love with a young hunter... Um, but then a strange phenomenon occurred, and this is something that does recur in most of the stories. Ten suns arose in the sky instead of one, blazing the earth. And her husband, who was the expert archer, stepped forth to try to save the earth. He shot down nine of the suns, becoming an instant hero. He eventually became king and, uh, got married to the woman.
2: <laughs> Fuck yeah, he
0: did. You shot down nine Seriously? sons? Like, like yes, like, you get to arrows? be king I mean, now. Like, I'm, I'm over here being logistical, I'm like, what kind of arrows are those? That would burn up. <laughs> You're
2: not just king now. You
0: are a, like, human embodiment of a god. Yep. <laughs> well, they both they both end up, uh, okay, so, they grew to become, uh, we're gonna do, uh <laughs> He sought immortality by ordering an elixir being created by his life. That was from the rabbit. Um... It was almost ready when she came upon it. And, again, she either accidentally or purposely swallowed the pill, which angered him regardless. So he went after his wife, trying... And so she fleed, jumping out of a window, and she thought she would fall to the ground, and that's when she actually started floating up towards the moon. Mm. Um, he tried to shoot her down with arrows without success. Um, and once she was on the moon... This is what also I get pissed about, because it depends on the story. Like, what if she accidentally took it, or what if she was doing it to save him? Um... And so she gets punished. she has got anger problems. That's what it is. It, well, it's not just him. Uh, when she makes it to the moon, she becomes a three-legged toad as punishment for, from the queen mother. And I'm like, she's just trying, like, everything that's happened so far, it's been an accident. <laughs> like, And she keeps getting punished. But anyways. Um, I fell and the pill just went in my mouth. Oh <laughs> Um... <laughs> Well, again, if she didn't know what it was. Which, again, don't put things in your mouth that you don't know what it is. Cat, we're not... No, stop. Do it do, um, it. do it. Do it. Do <laughs> it. And then this is where it ties again once to Cat's to story. Her companion is a rabbit who's constantly pounding the elixir of immortality in a large mortar. Um, and then the it's also just a little tidbit here. The moon is also inha- uh, inhabited by a woodcutter who tries to cut down the cassia tree giver of life. But as fast as he cuts into it, it heals itself. So it can never make any progress, and this is um, kind of an allusion to, uh, we are constantly cutting away by death, but there's always new buds appearing, kind of, you know, death life cycle. Um, And eventually her husband ascends to the sun to build a palace, Hmm. Um, and so they, according to this source, they became to kind of represent the yin and yang of moon and the sun. Um, but a hard life. Because she is, like, she's renowned for her beauty. Um. So she must be a witch. <laughs> must be a witch. That's why she gets punished. <laughs> if the men find out we can shift, they're going to tell the church. I love that particular video. It's amazing. If you have um, no nose, he will be bewitched.
2: <laughs> and hand over their wallets.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Sometimes it is that she got greedy and she wanted it all to herself, but sometimes it's not. So I don't know where the actual legend, if there is one version of it, or if there's just that's just kind of how it goes, depends on where you are. Um, but she is celebrated every mid-autumn festival, in, um, which is the Harvest Festival. Uh, it happens at the first full moon of the eighth lunar month, which, like, next year it would be October 1st. This year, it's usually between September and October, um, and it's based on Chinese calendar, uh, and, uh, you, you make her favorite dishes, and you put it out on the festival for her to, like, uh, what was Kat was saying, um, to, to honor her and her beauty, and she's the subject of a lot of poetry, and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of pop culture, but you kind of touched on it with the, with the rabbit and everything, so, um. Bunny. Bunny. But yeah uh I just thought I was kind of intrigued I know there's a legend out there about the moon of like being like lovers being separated and it's overly romantic but I kind of like the the, the storyline behind it so I was kind of looking for something like that and that's what I kind of got out of this and the more research I researched it did I was like oh my god I don't know if this is actually a good lover story or not
1: it's um, not a
0: pleasant story no <laughs> I, well that's what I'm saying I wonder if, if it depends on which version you're looking at because well, sometimes it is loving in the children's storybook that time. I have it's loving Okay. In but the children's also- stories. Yeah. It's yeah, very yeah, yeah.
1: much like the oh no, we can never be together but we'll like mm-hmm. kinda touch hands, not really. Bye.
0: Well yeah. and there's there's other legends that I didn't I didn't choose that, you know, when there's a lunar eclipse or a solar eclipse, mm-hmm. that's when the lovers get to be together finally. Yeah. I know it's again, I know it's overly romantic, but um that's kinda why I was drawn to this story. Uh Just to see how it kind of played out. Have a moment of silence for Sokka
2: and Princess Yue. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to talk about
1: that show to know what that is. (laughs) I've
0: I've literally seen the entire series of Avatar: Last Airbender like over 50 times. Because sometimes I just put it on like a loop and keep watching it, and I cannot watch that episode without stopping what I'm doing, and just sobbing uncontrollably, like, ugly crying, and then as soon as it's over, I continue to what I'm doing, and I've seen it a bunch of times. I know what's about to happen. I don't know why I'm so emotionally infected. It's bullshit, and it's sad.
2: <laughs> so, I'm glad that I picked something different, because I wanted to talk about, um, Princess uh, Kaguya, which is, like, she's, like, the moon princess or something, um, but I saw, I was like, Cat's doing the jade rabbit... And like, there's a lot of Asian stories about the moon, so we I like went the and
1: moon. What can yeah. I say? Well,
2: it's a it's a great and and it's not just you guys. A lot of different yeah. um peoples around the world have, oh, have yeah, many different yeah. moon myths yeah. and stories and legends. Mm-hmm. But I was I'm and I'm really glad I picked something different now because you also went with the sort of Asian route. And yeah. So I went way different, and uh, we haven't really talked about these people. I went with an Inuit story. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it is not overly romantic. Yay! (laughs) But also it involves the sun and the moon, so that's good. Gotta have those binaries. So, according to Inuit mythology, and if anybody from that group of people hears this and I just say things totally wrong or get it totally wrong, I mean, I just got what I could off the internet... Do the best I can, so that there's there's that. Yeah, and course, also
1: we're always open to education. So if you want to tell, definitely, us, please. Do. I couldn't
2: really find like a one good scholarly source on this. Same. I probably have to go like actually get a book book from somewhere. I need the original manuscript,
0: and I need someone to translate <laughs>
2: it. Um. <laughs> uh, so. This story starts off with a brother and sister. Aningen and his sister Melina lived together in a village. They were very close when they were young, um, but as they grow older, you know they have to live apart in separate lodges for men and women. One day when Aningen was looking at all the women in the village, he came to realize that his sister was the most beautiful so it's also i read in different versions that she is like this special singer in her village and there's a, a type of throat singing that they do i don't remember the name of it because oh, it was cool. complicated and very i don't cool. need to butcher it but like this was something that she did until she hit puberty because apparently she couldn't do it anymore when she hit puberty oh, no. it was strange yeah. um but that night as everyone else was sleeping, An Aningen crept into the woman's dwelling and he forced himself on his sister. Yeah. No. Uh, it was so dark that um, Melina was unable to tell who her attacker was. So the next night, when An Aningen came again, she took soot from the nearby lamp and she covered it all over her hands. And as he was you know, raping her, he she then um, smeared the soot on his face. And afterwards, she took a lamp and looked through the skylight of the men's lodge she was obviously surprised to see the soot on the, on, her face, on the face of her own brother. So, in sort of like a, ooh, probably a rash act, she took a sharpened knife, and some stories say a harpoon, and she cut off her own breasts. She put them in a bowl, she carried it to her brother, and something along, said something along the lines of, if you enjoy me so much, then, you know, keep these, eat these, take these. And she ran out the door, grabbing a torch as she went. Um, and then chased after her after grabbing a torch of his own, and it was really easy to follow her because all of her footsteps were, like, pools of blood, because yeah. her fucking chest is bleeding. Um, Jeez. So, he was actually starting to gain on her when he tripped and his torch went out, except for a faint glow. Eventually, the two ran so fast that they took off into the sky and became the moon and the sun. He became the moon with his faint glow of his torch. And she became the sun. Her torch was fully lit. Mm. And so... because like Yeah. That. And because he chases her so much, each night he becomes skinnier. And that's why the moon gets smaller each mm. evening of a month. And at the end of a month, Anengan disappears for three days to eat and hunt. And then he starts chasing her all over again, thus creating the lunar cycles. Oh, man. And... Unfortunately, we have to also come to the realization that every once in a while, there's an eclipse, and yeah. he essentially catches her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which I, but I was just talking about how it's a, it's a lover thing, and oh, no. No, 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 it's not. No. And see, there there was also, apparently,
2: an has a, a, like a mortal enemy, and he plans to go into the sky with... This is where I didn't quite understand. Um, I think the internet got some things mixed up, because apparently he was going to go into the sky with mystical water to put out the sun, and I was like, but, but Malina is the sun, and he's the moon. So if you're his enemy, oh. why would you put her out? That's. What and um, mm-hmm. maybe he'd
0: stop chasing her. Yeah, his... I don't know. I'm not sure. Because but, it's her
1: torch, so maybe it's like. Hey, maybe you shouldn't have this torch if someone's chasing
2: you. He can see you. But now that she's become the sun, you know, oh, she's true. the one bringing life to the earth uh, with, I don't you know, with, know. This, with the torch. <laughs> I don't but like But I thought it. that was a really, <laughs> it's definitely a really different story. Oh, definitely. And I swear, I heard this on a podcast before, because I listened to, like, a Myths and Legends podcast, literally called Myths and Legends Pod. but, um, so, but I couldn't find it when I went back through and looked through his episodes, you know, but I sounds, know I've heard this somewhere before. I was
1: going to say, it sounds familiar in sort of a, a loose way, it but I don't know yeah.
2: where. <laughs> but I thought that was, um, neat and different, yeah. something we don't talk about a lot. Well, I I
0: like, too, the explanation of, like, why the moon gets skinny. Because a lot of these myths, we don't necessarily always get that. Like, in mine, it's not... And maybe I didn't find a source that talked about it, but it's... I like the detail to that.
2: Yeah, but the the fact that they noticed these lunar cycles... Obviously, they noticed that people back then noticed these kind of things. But then they, you know, they had... They made their own explanation for it, which I think is amazing.
0: That's why I like myths, because it's a way to explain your surroundings... In a way that you can understand, because humans have to categorize and understand in order to survive and move on. But it helps our lizard um, brains. It does help our lizard brains. I was gonna say too. Isn't in that area, like the sun is, not, uh, as. How do I word this? So it's not as it's. They
2: don't have the same cycles that like we do in North America or even South America, because they're you know are up there in. Like Alaska and things like that, they have, so they have like longer really long
0: days and long nights, right? Um, or like long, you know what I mean? So I think
2: it's—is it their winters that they have no sun for like three months? That's uh, what I was thinking. Where <laughs> or one month? What's the movie Thirty Days of Night? Because that's our real is, thing. There is a really no long period sun. where it's just night. But yeah, the the northern In, areas okay. up there. It says. um...
0: It's like Alaska there is a
1: place where... Sun, so, it's parts of Canada, Greenland, Finland, Norway, Sweden, Russia, Alaska, and Iceland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has both a place where sun never sets and <laughs> times when it doesn't rise at all.
0: And yeah. And that would... Obviously, if you live there, you get used to it. But that would... Like, if I visit, that would flip my brain. I'm like, when is it nighttime? <laughs> Blackout curtains. <laughs> but, but I find it very interesting... This chase sequence kind of thing with yeah. that with that idea of, like, long days and long nights. I think we should have a part two because there's a lot of cool
2: stuff about the moon. Oh, oh hey, he, I'm he always about talk.
0: I love talking about the moon, so... Um,
2: We're definitely those people that text each other going, Look at
0: the moon! Have you seen the moon? Did you see it so, tonight? It looks great! <laughs> you know? Yeah, I definitely... Usually, I, I I was going back through my my highlights of my personal page, and yeah, like twenty of the West Texas things are just it's just full moons. Some of it's sunsets, but it's most of it's most of its moons. But um, yeah, moonlight walks you, with Scully are like my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, see that's my I had dog and I felt safe, I would definitely do that.
2: So this episode is going to go up a the Tuesday before Halloween. Yes. Whoop-whoop. Um. So that's always fun. So this was kind of our or spoopy uh, Halloween episode, I guess you could call it. But I do remember reading, that's November, that um, this Halloween is going to be, I'm sorry, Samhain. Thank you. We're going to (laughs) have a, it's going to be a Sagittarius moon. And it starts at sunset about 5.53 on October 31st. And it says I I bought this book about the Sabbats, so I really like it. Um, and the moon is void when Sawin begins because it gives way to the Capricorn moon,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> which is a lot yeah. of my chart.
2: <laughs> and and yeah, I like how it also goes to describe that. Um, the Capricorn moon is more like an angel on the shoulder. And the Sagittarius is the devilish Sagittarius moon on its way out.
1: What? what? And we will be solidly in Scorpio season, which means I will be at my most powerful. <laughs> Everyone, get out of my way. I'm going to Scorpio my way through Dallas, Texas.
0: So <laughs> just
2: remember that merriment will ensue, but not without payment.
0: Yay. Yes, as everything that we talk about, fairy lore or anything. I'm um, into it. I'm down, uh, and if you have any moon myths that you want us to talk about, or if you have any educational uh, criticisms about what we talked about today, don't we're... say it because we don't care. No, no, we already <laughs> said we do. We already said we do I care now.
1: immensely. Morgan's the one that doesn't care, and she also
0: hates BTS. <laughs> I don't hate Fight them. Her. I just think they're overrated. Bite her. <laughs> don't.
2: I will take all At you want. At this moment,
0: she's a Leo. She goes strong. Let's just keep going. Um, But uh, follow us on all our socials We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram And then we have a Gmail if you want to email us If you prefer to do it that way Um, Don't forget if you rate us five stars on your podcast app And leave a comment of answering our Coven Corner We will read it in the next episode Um, Or you could just email it to us too But we really need those five stars Um, Anything else?
2: I don't know, my brain stopped working <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, not think there's anything else to
1: add? Um uh, nope,
2: not that I can think of. Yeah. Oh I was just making sure we didn't forget anything. Yeah. I think. I okay. Think we're good. So we talked about the moon today. I like the moon a lot. Um Come on my transition end- queen. I know. I'm like, where has all my wit gone? It's gone. And I'm just looking at my dog, and he's so sweet. So whether you are out looking at the moon this Halloween, whether you are, you know, loving all those festivities, just don't don't forget to look up at that stupid, stupid rabbit. Actually, <laughs> the rabbit's really cute, but I'm just mad that I can't see the man in the moon anymore. But give a look up go look for the rabbit in the moon, and you can see him pounding that elixir of life of immortality because he's pounding mochi or that, but you can see it. He's got the hammer. Or if you just want to think about poor Melina running away from a Ningen, which is very sad. I don't want
0: to like the moon anymore. Just Mm. because of that story.
2: Yeah, I know. But just remember that even under these beautiful, beautiful, full half-crescent-waning gibbous Waxing. New moons. I said waxing, I thought. Waning, waning, and waxing. Even under all these moon transitions, you can still be possibly haunted.
0: Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo!
1: Fuck Woo-hoo! you, Moon. Fuck you. <laughs>